exploring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than SwiftCast. Hey guys. Hey. Hi. Welcome to episode 53 of SwiftCast. Woohoo, 53. This is Ashley. Haley. And Steph. So I was on Twitter all night tonight live tweeting the billboards and my hands really hurt. It's a lot of typing. I was doing it all on my phone, so that's probably why. Oh, yeah. Stupid tiny keyboard. It was an interesting show this year. Yeah, I was bummed because Taylor wasn't there. But there, I mean, I feel like every single genre of music was represented really, really well, and there were so many diverse performances. Oh, yeah, definitely. So later in the episode, we're going to be talking in depth all about the billboards and look forward to that. But for now, let's go right into our news with Keeping Up With Swift. First, we want to go into some voting reminders for you. I love voting season. I know. It's almost over, though, sadly. I feel like there should be campaign posters for Taylor everywhere. (laughs) Uh, Well, the next award show that's coming up is going to be the World Music Awards, and it's going to air on May 27th. And it will be live-streamed to America, so we'll keep you updated with info on that. Taylor's up for six awards, and you can vote for her at www.worldmusicawards.com. And please remember to vote for her in all these six categories. Best Female Artist, Best Entertainer, Best Live Act, Best Album, Best Song for I Knew You Were Trouble, and Best Video for Everything Has Changed. And then the final award show that's probably going to wrap up this award season is going to be the CMT Country Music Awards, and this is going to air on June 4th at 8pm on the CMT Country Music Channel, and you can vote for Taylor right now at www.cmt.com. She is up for Video of the Year, Red and Highway Don't Care are both nominated, Female Video of the Year for Red and Collaborative Video of the Year for Highway Don't Care. They're only accepting online votes until June 2nd, so get your votes in now. In other news, Taylor returned back to Nashville for a few days earlier this week where she had rehearsals for the Asian Leg of the Red Tour, which is super exciting because that's starting at the end of this month. And I heard that she was doing new wardrobe fittings. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. I think I saw... Someone online say that he was really excited working with her. So we should be looking for new outfits, which is really exciting. Maybe something for the B stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. And so while she was in Nashville, she also visited the Country Music Hall of Fame. And she visited a group of fourth graders who were there on a field trip. So that must have been a really good day for them. <laughs> Hopefully they're old enough to appreciate it. <laughs> Can you even imagine, like, being in the Country Music Hall of Fame and then Taylor's right there? I've been in there many times and fantasized about this happening, but it never happens when I'm there. And I actually still haven't seen the new education center, so definitely want to see that sometime soon. Me too. And actually, I was wondering, I'm hoping, I don't know, but I'm really hoping they'll do another exhibit like they did for the Speak Now World Tour. I'm hoping this summer they'll 
after the Asian leg of the Red Tour is over, that they will do an exhibit like they did back in 2012. I would think so, because she's such an important donor to them, and it's pretty easy for them to add in like new temporary exhibits. Right, and uh, in 2012, when the Speak Now exhibit was there, the Country Music Hall of Fame reported they had more attendance there than ever before, and they attributed it to her exhibit. I have no doubt that that was the reason. Oh, yeah. I I specifically made a trip to Nashville only to see that exhibit. So it would be a good idea for them, in case anybody from the Country Music Hall of Fame is listening, to have another exhibit, I think. I'll go. So after that, Taylor went back to New York, and she was spotted out and about with her brother Austin, and also her friend Lena Dunham. And then her childhood friend, Brittany, who we've seen her with before in recent months. And apparently her and Austin were playing pool and he was criticizing her skills. <laughs> and then on Saturday, Taylor and Brittany played with some toy bubble guns and made an adorable Instagram video. Did you guys see the picture of Taylor with the little boy with the gun? I did, yeah. I was wondering what exactly was happening there. I was wondering if maybe she asked him if she could borrow it, or maybe she just gave it to him. Well, they had like four of them in their video. Right. So maybe they went out and bought these guns and then just gave them away to kids. This is how she spends her weekends. So adorable. So in other news, um, there was just recently a photo that came out of Air Asia, who painted their airplane with a special design just for the Red Tour. And that's definitely a plane I would love to fly on. Yeah. It has her name on one side, and then the other side says, I will burn red. And then it has some pictures, and of course it's all red and white. So is Taylor actually going to be like flying on that plane for the tour, or is it just like a promotional plane? I thought it was just a promotional plane, but it would be pretty awesome if she was actually flying on it. Like maybe just for those couple weeks, like to go from each city? That would be awesome. Also this week, Taylor talked to People magazine and told them all about when Meredith attacked her dress before the Met Gala, which we heard about at first a couple weeks ago. And she said, I've never seen more fashionable people lose their composure quicker than when a cat walks up to a satin custom Oscar de la Renta gown and then decides to make a home inside of it. She just passed, dug her claws in, and started to roll, like when you see a crocodile attack <laughs> on National Geographic. That's what she tried to do, but she's a chubby house cat. She's not very strong. <laughs> I think Meredith would take offense to that. She's a tiger. Did we ever like verify for sure if the dress that she ended up wearing was that same dress or if they had to give her a different one? I think it was the same one. I think it was the same. Yeah, Taylor seemed to be saying like, Meredith is too chubby to do any damage to the dress. That's how I took it. You think that she'd be used to her surroundings by now and know that she can't do that. Cats have no rules. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, now let's move on to some mini segments. Lots of Swifty problems this week. Definitely. Our first one comes from at Jack the Swifty. Why are award shows always on the most inconvenient days? Swifty problems. Yeah, they're on Sunday nights a lot, which they can get pretty late. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to plan your day around them, too. But... As Swifties, we all just have to sacrifice and, and watch them all, even when she's not there. Um, 
Our next one comes from at pie chart love Tay. Every time I'm in a library, I want to dance like Taylor in the story of us. Swifty problems. I love that one. I feel the same way, but I never do it. Our next one is from Fearless Alley 13 and she said, I just had a dream about the new album. Hashtag Swifty Problems. Hashtag can't wait. Hashtag every Swifty problem. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Hashtag <laughs> when's it gonna come out? Come on, Taylor. <laughs> and our last one comes from Baking with TS. You belong with me is on in the grocery store. Swifty problems. That'd be fun. The other day I was in a restaurant and today was a fairy tale came on. And it's it's like I feel like all Swifties have like a sixth sense. And even when you're in a really crowded place and there's like you can barely even hear anything, you still can hear when Taylor comes on over the loudspeaker. Oh, absolutely. This happens to me all the time. Yeah, you can't hear the song until Taylor starts playing and then you're just like have magical hearing. You're just like, I hear every word. Yeah, like I said, it's like a sixth sense. I'm glad, I'm, I'm sure all Swifties understand this. But so I'm in this restaurant trying to eat and all I could do was like dance around it today with a fairy tale and look like an idiot probably. But it's just a Swiftie problem. Well, I think it's like for me that I've heard the song so many times that like I have even like the background music and like the beat memorized. So I don't even have to hear the lyrics. Like I just instantly know from like the first few seconds of the intro. Mm-hmm. Sixth Sense. Side note, every time that I say for me now, I want to start laughing. <laughs> I think for me. <laughs> I think for me. <laughs> Another side note, I actually hope she doesn't stop saying that because I love it. I know. <laughs> when I'm interviewing, it's a really great segue for people who are on job interviews and you have kind of a tough question. You can use it as a little bit of a pause before you go into your answer. I've done it before. I also am a fan of thanks for saying that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I've used that in job interviews too, when like they compliment you on your resume and I'll just, I'll be like, thank you for saying that. <laughs> Cause I don't know what else to say. I think every Swifty has started to say that. Taylor just is such a good influence in so many ways. All right. Well, now it's time for our weekly fashion segment which we've been doing for the past couple of weeks, and we're really excited that it's back. So we hope you guys like hearing about all of Taylor's recent clothes. Yeah, and if you want more info on what she's been wearing, please visit taylorswiftstyle.net, and you can see more pictures and get links to some of her outfits. Uh, on May 15th, when Taylor was back in New York City, she wore this really cute pink button-up shirt with jean shorts and red Oxford heels. Those items weren't actually located, but she did wear this really cute navy headband, and it's available on Mogcloth. It's called Through the Wire Headband. It's actually not currently in stock, but it's only $13.99, so keep checking back. It might become available later. So on May 17th, also in New York, this was the day of the bubbles incident, Taylor was wearing a black and white patterned Sunno Deep V Romper by Max Osterweiss, which is $650. And with that, she was carrying a streamlined anthropology satchel, which is $398. And she also wore her yellow suede Gucci pumps. 
And so when I saw this outfit at first, I was like, that is a very short dress. And then I realized it was a romper. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw it, I was completely in love with it. And I was like, please let this be somewhat affordable. And then when I saw it was $650, my hopes were crushed. But it's one of my favorite outfits she's worn in New York City, definitely. Even just the pairing of her bag and the shoes made it look incredible. I feel like a romper is similar to like the high-waisted shorts and like the high-waisted bikinis and that Taylor's one of the few people that can pull them off. I couldn't. Yeah, that's true. That makes me feel better about not being able to buy it. Well, I feel like you have to be very tall to wear most of those things. Yeah, I, I read somewhere that Leah Michelle wore this same outfit and she's not as tall as Taylor and Taylor looks better in it. Well, we're going to keep tracking down all of Taylor's upcoming outfits and letting you know all about them on future episodes. But you can go to taylorswiftstyle.net throughout the week and she usually updates right away. So that's a good place to get all of your fashion info. So now I think it's time to go back and further discuss the the Billboard Awards from tonight. It was a three-hour show, so many performances. We were really hoping Taylor would be there, but unfortunately she was not. And she had two nominations, which were Top Country Artist and Top Social Artist. But unfortunately, unlike last year where she took home eight, she did not take home any this year. Sad day. The top country artist went to Luke Bryan, and I was really happy about that. I love Luke. I think he's a great entertainer, definitely represents country music very well. So, of course, you know, while I would like to see Taylor win, I was totally happy with him winning. So, for top social artist, Taylor was nominated for this category, and then the people that she was up against were Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, One Direction, and Rihanna. So I went to Billboard's website to see how they determined this because I wasn't really sure what it entailed. So they said that it is a ranking of the most active artists on the world's leading social networking sites. Artist popularity is determined by a formula blending their weekly edition of friends, fans, and followers, along with artist page views and weekly song plays as measured by Next Big Sound. Hmm. All right. So basically, it seems like a combination of of song play and just like popularity on all the different social sites. So I guess it's not too surprising that Justin Bieber won this award because he is one of the, if not the most popular accounts on Twitter. True. And you have to figure with song play, I'm guessing that means downloads on iTunes, maybe. And since Taylor doesn't have a new album right now, her numbers might be a little bit lower than usual. Now, here's another question, because Lady Gaga and Katy Perry both have tons and tons of followers on Twitter, and Katy Perry is in the number one spot, Lady Gaga is five, and Taylor is six, and Justin Bieber was at number two. So then why were Katy and Lady Gaga not nominated? It's a good question. This seems like one of those baffling award show questions that we'll never truly understand. But, I mean, just talking about, like, and I guess this isn't part of their formula, but engagement with fans on Twitter or on social media, Taylor should win just for her Instagram comments. Exactly. <laughs> like, who takes the time to write people, a, you know, a meaningful, like, in some cases, several paragraph response? No one. <laughs> Literally no one. Except for Taylor. Right. Nobody does that. 
And also, I'm pretty sure that she's, like, typing these long responses on her phone because it's really hard to use Instagram on the computer. Yeah, it is. So. And she doesn't even have any typos. No. I feel like that's, like, the equivalent of how we were saying recently how she never has any cat hair on her when she (laughs) was wearing dark, like, like, normal flaws that accompany normal people just don't touch her. Yep. She should get an award just for her grammar. She should. Maybe she has a, like, Instagram proofreader that she, like, sends messages to before she posts them. (laughs) Well, I remember one comment she made on Instagram to a fan was something like, My phone tried to autocorrect me on the spelling of your name three times, but I persevered. (laughs) And I thought that was hilarious. Like, she really cares about getting it exactly right. Yeah, you know, she may not have won anything this year, but I predict next year she'll have a huge year like last year oh yeah no question and i'm sure she'll be performing yeah i'm already excited so let's talk about some of the other performances who did you guys like um i liked florida georgia line and luke bryan yeah i love luke bryan they sang this is how we roll which a lot of traditionalist country music fans will say it's not a country song and it's awful and you know i i agree like right now country music is kind of more of that party like even some rap but still i like that song it gets stuck in my head and florida georgia lines on big machine i'm going to see them this summer i'm also going to see luke this summer so i thought that was good i also liked luke bryan when he of course he performed later and i liked him i thought jayla did a good job on her performance after she won the icon award um and my i think my least favorite performance was probably the michael jackson hologram thing like i was very disturbed and confused and so many not good emotions happening yeah i mean i was a huge mj fan back in the day i've never seen him perform live or anything like that but you know back in the early 90s black and white you know dangerous all of those good songs but yeah this whole hologram thing is just weird i think they're gonna do it with i've heard rumors about them doing it with like tlc and some other acts and i just can we not and say <laughs> that we did it just it was weird i don't know how else to describe it so i think my favorite was actually probably lord's performance yeah, that was good. However, okay, so here's the thing. I really like Lord. I like her music. I like her lyrics. I like her, like, sort of, like, sassy personality. I like that she's, of course, friends with Taylor. But then she wears these very bizarre all-black ensembles and just has, like, very weird facial expressions and hand movements. Yeah, I wish she would wear different lipstick, too. I feel like it ages her. I don't know. And the all-black kind of also ages her yeah i I mean she's young and pretty attractive i feel like she could do a lot better yeah i mean she killed it tonight so laura took home the award for top new artist which i was super excited about because i definitely think she deserved it and she also took home the award for top rock song for royals which i was a little confused because i didn't really consider it a rock song but i still think it's a great song so i'm glad she won Yeah, and it's really great that she's a female, she's young, you know, she's out there just dominating right now. 
And she's friends with Taylor. Her life is pretty awesome. Yeah, I I feel like Taylor has probably been a really good influence in like helping her navigate all of her newfound fame. Are you going to try to see her? Is she coming around? Well, she was here a couple months ago on her like solo tour and I missed it. And then she's coming back this summer, but it's for Lollapalooza, which I can't really handle. Uh, one of those like really big festivals with a bunch of artists yeah giant free-for-all like mess of a festival that's right in the middle of downtown oh that does sound like a mess i prefer a little more civilized concert experiences like basically every artist is in a big tent and you just like crowd in with people and it's usually so hot out and i've never actually gone there's always artists i would want to see but yeah i don't think so but i'm sure i'll see her one of these days yeah i wanted to go to see her but the tickets were so expensive for me at the time. I'll have to check to see if she's coming around me, because it probably would be a really good show. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I've watched a couple of YouTube videos from her shows, and yeah, she's very good live, it seems. But I also wanted to mention another performance, which was Ricky Martin. And specifically, I wanted to mention that one of his dancers is Mark, who is one of Taylor's dancers from the Red Tour. Yay! I like him. So it was cool to see him, and I tweeted him saying that I saw him, and he retweeted it, so that was nice. He's at Mark Villaver, V-I-L-L-A-V-E-R on Twitter, so if you saw the show, you should tweet him and tell him good job, because I think he really likes hearing from Swifties. He's so nice. Other side note, when Five Seconds of Summer performed, I had no idea what the song was they were performing, so I had to look it up. And it's called She's So Perfect, and I tweeted, I really think this title must be inspired by Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I feel like a bad person, I guess, but I never, I knew about them. I know they're huge right now, but I had never heard any of their songs or really knew what they looked like until tonight. Well, the whole song was about a girl looking perfect, so pictures of Taylor just came to mind for me. It's gotta be about her. I felt like there should have been, like, a slideshow of pictures behind them of just, like, all of her daily candidates. <laughs> uh, one performance I forgot to mention that might have been my favorite, I don't know, uh, but One Republic Counting Stars was great. Oh yeah, that was right at the beginning. Yeah, I am so excited to hear what Ryan Tedder and Taylor have in store for album number five. I'm still hoping it's a duet because I think his voice is just really unique and they would blend really well together. I'm going to see them next month. I'm really excited. Oh, cool. Do they have any big openers? Well, they're playing at Ravinia, which is this like outdoor picnic concert venue in Chicago. So a lot of the time there's not openers, but usually they don't really tell you if there's going to be. So I'm not sure. But it's like a, it's like this big pavilion with like a lawn and everything, and it's really nice in the summer. So I'm excited. Yeah, it should be a good show. I've never seen them live, but they have a lot of really great songs. Ryan Tedder is a great songwriter, so that's why I'm really excited to see what they do for this next album. Katy Perry also performed, not technically live. She was streaming from her tour, which is somewhere overseas right now. I forget which country she's in, but. Her performances are always so colorful and fun. Yeah, and we're going to see her in July. Yay, I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited to see. I've never seen her in concert, so. Her costume changes are probably like one of the coolest things about her shows. 
How many times have you seen her? Only once, but um, that was on the whatever her tour was in 2012. I guess it was the like California Dreams tour, and she did this really cool thing called like I I think it's just called Quick Change, but it's like more complicated than like normal ones. It's like using this technology so that she can actually change outfits on while on stage in the middle of a song like multiple times. Hmm. Wow. It's like some sort of computer technology that like helps like change what the outfit looks like. I'm not exactly sure how it works, but in her song Hot and Cold, she changed outfits about 10 different times during that song. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, so she puts on a really good show. She's really entertaining and she just tweeted out her set list, so I'm really excited. So what did you guys think of the new Carrie and Miranda song? I imagine some like very sort of like dark looking music video will come out. (laughs) During a lot of points of the performance, I couldn't always understand what they were saying. So I'm going to have to look up the lyrics. But I thought they both looked great. And I imagine that it will be a big hit on country radio when you have two huge female country artists joining together. So towards the end of the show, J-Lo was presented with the Icon Award, which is basically just like a really prestigious award put together by Billboard, similar kind of to the Pinnacle Award that Taylor got at the CMAs, where they don't award it every year and they don't have to award it, but they they wanted to recognize Jennifer Lopez this year. So there was this video of just like all of her accomplishments over the years, and Taylor had a little cameo in it, so that was nice to see her. Uh, yeah, during the video, Taylor complimented J-Lo for constantly challenging herself and raising her game. And then she also made a comment that Jennifer Lopez is just the same Jenny from the block as she's been since she started out. And I thought that was nice because I think that's Taylor's goal to just stay true to herself and stay the same. Definitely. So yeah, that was basically the Billboard's 2014. Good times. Next year will be better because Taylor will be there. I mean, honestly, even if she hadn't won anything, I would have enjoyed it more just if she was there dancing. It's the best. Well, hopefully she attends one of the upcoming award shows soon because I really need to see some Taylor dancing. All right, so now we have a fan project to tell you guys about for the Asian leg of the Red Tour. Yes, I think the Asian uh, countries are going to be really excited about this. Um, It is hashtag Red Tour Asia Movement. Seven countries in Asia are coordinating a video for Taylor. The video will feature each country lip-syncing a portion of We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together. Fans are encouraged to dress up in costumes because they plan to give it to Taylor. So that's pretty cool. Each country has their own contact information. So you can sign up with each country to figure out everything. And you can learn about the times and venues and everything from them. Indonesia is at Swift Indonesia underscore. The Philippines are at T Swift PH. Thailand is at T Swift Thailand. Vietnam is T Swift Vietnam. Malaysia is T Swift MY. South Korea is Red Tour Asia. And Singapore is Red Tour SG. You can also search by the hashtag, which again is Hashtag Red Tour Asia Movement on Twitter for more info. Awesome. From what I understand, uh, each country is going to have a venue, and the fans who sign up are going to go to that venue, and they're re- going to record everybody together. So if you're interested and you're 
in Asia, you know, get in contact with somebody as soon as possible so you can be a part of this. I'm really excited to see how that turns out, and I really hope that Taylor gets a copy of it. So now we wanted to just give you guys a brief update on the upcoming Red Tour dates, because those are right around the corner. Yay, Red Tour dates are back! Yes, I can't wait to see Taylor with her short hair during the Red Tour for Asia. So all these dates are sponsored by Cornetto Ice Cream and Air Asia. On May 30th, Taylor is going to be in Shanghai, China. June 1st, Tokyo, Japan. June 4th, Jakarta, Indonesia. June 6th, Manila, Philippines. June 9th, Bangkok, Thailand. June 11th, Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. And June 12th, Singapore. Doesn't it seem like just a second ago that we were, like, waiting for updates on the Australian shows and then the London shows? Oh my gosh. And it's crazy to think that this is most likely probably 99% sure the last leg of the Red red Tour. I think Scott Borchetta said that this is definitely the last one. Because then we'll be getting excited about the fifth album. It still seems too far away for me. I feel like it must be so weird for Taylor because she's working on the fifth album like nonstop and then to have to go back and do this whole show over again. Yeah, when I saw the the pictures of her rehearsing in Nashville, I was thinking the same thing. That she must be like, this is weird. This tour has been going on forever. I was thinking, can we go to Nashville into the rehearsal so we can see the Red Tour again since we're never getting a DVD? That would have been amazing. (sighs) Maybe one day. So finally, we wanted to remind you about our giveaway that is still open for the rest of this month. We are giving away one of the rare CMA Award card games that Taylor sent out during award season for 2013. And we have a survey that's now open, so you have to complete the brief survey in order to be eligible. And if you go to our Twitter, twitter.com slash 13 there is a tweet pinned to the top of our page, which has the link to the survey. It only takes about two minutes, maybe at the most, to complete, and it will get you entered. So it's one entry per person, and it's open worldwide until May 31st. So definitely go do that. All right, and our last little bit of a reminder is just hit that subscribe button on iTunes. Get that episode downloaded for free and automatically. And to get in contact us for our mini segments, just talk to us, um, basically anything. You can find us on Taylor Connect at SwiftCast13. Twitter is SwiftCast13. Our email is theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. Our Facebook is facebook.com slash theswiftcast. Our website is swiftcast13.com. And you can go there to find all of our contact information. So I have a prediction for what Taylor might do next week. I think she's going to fly over to Asia a little bit early so she can do some sightseeing and exploring before the concerts. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, definitely. May 30th is not far away at all. 12 days. Not at all. I think she might be doing a little bit of last minute red tour stuff in Nashville, getting ready for that, making sure everything's ready to go over there. Hmm. I think she's going to stay in New York for this week and go over to Asia next week. I like New York. We get a lot of cool, cool photos. Yeah, and I think when she's in New York, she's probably going to be wearing awesome outfits, like we said, and working on album five. Well, whatever Taylor ends up doing, we will definitely tell you guys all about it next week on episode 54 of Swiftcast. 
But for now, for episode 53, this has been Ashley. Haley. And Steph. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Peace out, Swift Scout. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management.